get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. I know that we're all people just sitting here uh, looking at um, Nick eat a banana uh, <laughs> right now. I can't even focus. That on. looks like he's a tasty just, banana. He's the Burger King here in Troy has been uh, advertising for managers for a while, so we'll go through there next week. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues had made the playoffs 25 straight seasons before Eric Brewer arrived. After Brewer donned the note, the Blues missed the playoffs every season that Brewer was a Blue, except for one. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 18 of Let's Go Blues Radio. We are live on Wednesday, March 22nd, 2017. This is Franchise Episode, special episode, number 99, all time. Uh, we'll go ahead and say it, the obligatory Wayne Gretzky episode. Uh, if you are a new listener, that means next week is episode 100. We should probably do something different <laughs> for next probably, week. We probably should. For franchise episode number 100. It's yeah. kind of a big deal. Um, and they said it wouldn't last. Uh, if yeah. you are a new listener, <laughs> Let's Go Blues Radio is a weekly program that talks St. Louis Blues hockey. We welcome listeners to call in and chat with us live on the air, as well as tweet us questions or comments. Just send those tweets to at LGB Radio, uh, and we'll read them on the show. And to chat with us live, you can go to letsgoblues.com slash radio and click on the join us graphic uh, shortly when we make that live, and we'll let you know when that happens. My name is Kurt Price, and joining me again tonight is uh, this week from his iPad, Mr. Bill Day. Bill, how are you tonight, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, no, no computer issues this this week. New iPad Pro. It's it's so far so good. And uh, yeah, I am. Uh, wow, this is what first show in three weeks, right? Yes, we, we had last two weeks we had off. Well, two weeks yeah. ago, you know, it's been scheduling issues and busy life stuff getting in the way. But uh, yeah. yeah, you would you, right right at the bat. You said, "Oh, no issues this week." Yeah, way to jinx the show. Yeah, well, you know, my computer's not going to get in the way. So. Okay, good point. Mm. Uh, if you uh, haven't seen it yet, uh, go ahead and check out our uh, newly launched T-shirt shop at Let's Go Blues dot com uh, and uh, buy a shirt. Hey, Mister. Hey, haircut. How's it going? Oh, hey, guys. Mr. Ponder uh, is here. He, he actually joined us pretty much on time this night. I, we, weren't expect, we weren't expecting you to join us until maybe later. I How's didn't think I was going to be able to join you at all, so this is okay. uh, pretty exciting for me. Mm. <laughs> it's exciting for us. I rushed through the, uh, the kid event, and then I, uh, I drove about 90 to take my mom back to St. Charles, drove about 100 to get back here, and, and here I am. Jeff Ponder. Ponder. Yeah, Jeff Ponder putting his family at risk to bring it to the people. That's right. <laughs> to talk hockey on a podcast with we got like half a dozen listeners right now, so we're we're, we're uh, Hey man, those six people mean the world to me. 
Hey, well, you know, it gets it it, it climbs as the show goes on, so we're we're doing all right. <laughs> yep. We'll get to at least eight. Oh yeah. Eight. Um the we got uh we got beer. Uh Bill, what's your uh what is your beverage of the show this evening? My beverage previously tweeted out is uh bourbon barrel aged Scotty Karate Scotch Ale by uh Dark Horse Brewing out of uh uh Marshall, Michigan. Uh, love Scotty Karate just straight up as a scotch ale uh can't really say that the uh the bourbon barrel uh, at least the batch that i got is uh, that much better um unfortunately uh, i was really looking forward to it when i picked it up uh paid a premium for it and a little disappointed but it's still a scotch ale i'm still enjoying it let me let me say that you're that's a it's a nice ceiling fan you got i'm enjoying looking at this it's yeah it's quite nice you want me to turn it on it it, it actually works i thought it was there for show uh no it's functional as far as i know (laughs) um my beer this evening is um purple haze purple haze from uh abita brewing in uh new orleans you can experience the magic of purple haze. Clouds of real raspberries swirl in this tart and tantalizing lager inspired by the good spirits and dark mysteries of New Orleans. Brewed with pilsner and wheat malts along with vanguard hops, let the scent of berries and the hazy purple brew put a spell on you. It's pretty good. I had this for the first time when I went to uh, Baton Rouge for the uh, ran a half marathon down there uh a number of months ago and it, it, I, it's 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 good it's a chugging beer you can drink a lot of this stuff you know kind they of, have half marathons here right you don't have to go to baton rouge to do them right well that was it was a fun trip actually baton rouge and i'm doing the go st louis half marathon uh, next month too Ooh. yeah half I, also have, I also have a uh, beer hey mr Pot. yes what is your beer um, I am all. I'm keeping it local as always. I've got the uh, Hefe, Hefeweizen Schlafly, uh, the uh, the St. Louis Brewery is what it says on the label. The um, St. Louis it's a wheat ale. It is. It is the St. Louis Brewery. Uh, it's a wheat ale. It's very. Uh, I don't know. It's very sweet. I think you guys have probably had it. Um, it's. I think it's pretty good. It's one of the better beers. I'm a big Schlafly fan, as I've said on pretty much every show. So uh, I have gotten intoxicated off this many times. <laughs> what is so? Would you say that Schlafly is your favorite St. Louis brewery? Mm, I don't know. I like O'Fallon a lot. Um, probably Schlafly though. Yeah, they're probably number one. What's yours, Bill? What's your fave St. Louis beery? Uh, Oh, so so hard to say. Um, Schlafly, Schlafly's been around for so long, and uh, it, it's hard to go wrong, uh, especially since they're about a block and a half from where I work. Um, um, Urban Chestnut's great. Uh, Four Hands is awesome, um, and I just I can never get my hands on any of the perennial stuff, or else I'd probably give them a shout out. Well, uh, my I think mine is uh, is four hands. I'm a I'm partial to a couple of theirs uh, more than any other beery. I like a lot of them, like you said. Urban Chestnut's good. 
Um, Schlaf is good, uh, but I think I'm partial to forehands myself. So, on that note, are we done with the beer? We're done with the beer. Well, we're done with our first beers. First beers. Yeah. And we're five minutes in. <laughs> um, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, March 22nd, 1989. You know what I'm going to say, Jeff? You know what this is? Oh, uh, yeah, I know what this is. Okay. 1989. Oh, it's in the notes, I guess. You uh, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this earlier, too. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> not, my mind's not here. Uh, the Blues, Steve, 1989. The Blues' Steve Tuttle was hooked by Buffalo's Yui Krupp and both crashed into Sabres goalie Clint Marchuk and the net. Steve Tuttle's skate came up and cut the neck of Clint Malarchuk, and his head came clean off. No. Uh, left a <laughs> le, le, left a six inch cut on his neck that partially severed his carotid carotid order carotid artery carotid carotid. Ooh. I, I can't even. He's, you yeah. are struggling today, sir. He was spewing blood all over the ice. Uh, Jim Pizzatulli. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, the Sabres trainer and his staff. Oh my! <laughs> was that the was that the play? It's the video. Okay. I'm going to tweet it out. All right. Uh, good on you. Um, yeah, uh, the Sabres trainer reached into Malarchuk's neck and pinched the artery close, close, uh, close it off to slow the blood flow. And uh, a few more seconds, Malarchuk, uh, he would have died on the ice. And it's also said that because of the fact that Malarchuk's net, that period, which was the first period, was on the end where the Zamboni entered the rink and where the medical staff entered the rink, also played a huge role. Uh, that gave, you know that had this happened in the second period, instead of the first, uh, the crucial extra seconds to get down the length of the rink could have also cost Marchuk his life. It was he was that close to dying. Uh, Marchuk, however, arrived to the hospital in stable condition, thanks to the training staff, the quick action uh, of, the, of those folks, and his vitals were good. The Blues won the game two to one. So suck on that, Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that's important. We, we uh, almost cut your goalie's head off, and we beat your team. Uh, March 22nd, 2000, the St. Louis Blues tied franchise records in wins with 47 and road wins with 25 with a 2-1 win versus the Carolina Hurricanes. McKinnis also got the game-winning goal and recorded his 1,000th point. That was a heck of a lot to happen in one game, historically-wise. So that is uh, today in Blues history. That was a good one. The Marchuk thing always freaks me out. Yeah, it's... I, I didn't get to see it on video, you know, until after it happened. I was listening on the radio that night, and just, you know, it, it sounded god-awful, and then when I finally got to see it, man, you know, as, you know at that point, you know, I, I was playing goal and uh, probably... 1989, so 13 peewees. I remember after that, you know, everybody was required to wear some kind of throat collar uh, to protect against that potentially happening. And, uh, it, yeah. It's 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 kind of fitting that that we it is the the anniversary of the Marchuk incident where the skate skate cuts his throat, and we get like a a, a nice shot of of Bill's throat. For the uh, for the episode here. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, let me let me relax. A little. <laughs> he's, he's learning with his iPad. It's a different uh, different setup he's got going. Yeah. 
<laughs> he sounds great, though. He does. He sounds fantastic. Okay. Um, life after Kevin Shattenkirk. Um, since Shattenkirk was traded, Blues have uh, been on pretty good tear. Uh, the power play percentage has improved to 22.3%, which is good for fourth in NHL. Uh, after losing to Edmonton and Winnipeg after trading Shattenkirk, the Blues have won eight of the last nine and uh, are playing some pretty good hockey. Uh, Petrangelo has moved to the number one uh, power play QB, which means Preko is getting more time on the power play as well. Shattenkirk finally scored his first goal last night with the Capitals, which uh, may be surprising to some that he had uh, not scored. We'll keep in mind uh, he, he had two games off as well. Right, which I was going to talk about. He was suspended two games for charging LA, uh, LA Kings' uh, Kevin Grable. Uh, it was uh, his first suspension and or fine in his 477-game initial career. Uh, he lost $47,000 in the salary for the hit. Uh, did you guys see the hit, I guess? Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was his first hit ever, <laughs> right? I, I was going to say, that surprised the hell out of me. I mean, he he launched himself like a missile. Uh, it was um, I, I saw the hit. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's that's a charge all day long. I mean, you just gotta wonder if you know they they've been str- they struggled. Uh, it, I think they're starting to pick it up a little bit now, right? I think they won a couple. Am I right or am I wrong? They yeah. won last night. Yeah. yeah. So they, you know, when that when he made that hit, they were struggling. They couldn't win. They, you know, they they were starting to see their lead in the division fail. And it's you know he's their new team. Maybe he's just trying to spark something. Because um, I can't. I tried watching the game before all of that hit to see if there was something that Gravel did, and there was nothing. It was so out of nowhere. It was out of character. I, that was mind-boggling. That hit happened, but you got to think maybe he was just trying to find a spark for his new team. Maybe. I don't know. Spark work. You get, you know, how about scoring a goal? That's a good way to spark for your, spark your new team. That's yeah. a, put it in the net, which he hadn't done at that point uh, up until last night, actually, which was something like twelve games or so, something like that he played in. Yep. Um. So uh, yeah. So anyway, um, Blues have been playing much better uh, since the uh, since the Shattenkirk trade. Well, the, I uh, saved those first two games, um, and uh, last night Blues uh, beat Colorado four to two. And uh, are jockeying with position uh, with Nashville uh, for position in the Central, uh, back and forth in third place uh, uh, with those two teams. So um, uh, the Blues have won eight of the last nine games uh, with last night's win, and seven of those nine games were on the road. Uh, the lone loss coming in Anaheim, which, to be honest, was a two to one loss in a game they probably deserve to win. So um, Berglund scores twice twice last night, along with uh, Paravi and uh, Schwartz. Finally scored for the first time over a month. Mm. Man, <laughs> you talk about guys. The that... look, is the big. look up to the sky when he scored was amazing. <laughs> that said it all. He's been celebrating. He's been, he looked up. Yeah. yeah, he's been so hard pressed. It's you know, God, just I thought for sure Phoenix he was he was going to open it up because he always plays well against them. But man, he just he couldn't buy a goal. And uh, it's awesome to see that go in. So hopefully this will uh, spark a little tear from him. He's been playing well. He's, I mean, he's getting points, oh. he's getting assists. He's just not. He's been right. He's been awesome. He's been awesome on both sides of the puck. You know, up and down the ice, and breaking up plays in the defensive zone, and 
you know, he's playing with a ton of speed. Yeah. And it's, it's, it looks like he's in form. Just hadn't been able to get the puck to go in the net. Uh, Jake Allen was solid once again. I uh, want to talk about him a little bit. Uh, he, you know, he's really found his, uh, his games, um, obviously. So that's old news so since Yo took over. Uh, he's 6 1. In his last seven games, uh, he has uh, 15 career shutouts now, which is good for fourth all-time in Blues history, which that's kind of sad. Um, his first full season is number one, not even done with the season yet, and he's fourth all-time in uh, shutouts. And he's not, and it's not like he's racked up a ton of shutouts this year. He's got 15 in his career. So, um, but uh, your your guys' thoughts on uh, Allen? I know um, aside from that awful goal he allowed to. Against LA, was it? Um, to make it to their their only goal with like a few seconds to go or something. He was it LA. Was Dustin Brown's awful, goal. Uh, are was you it, talking about the it? one from outside the uh, from the neutral zone? Yeah, the one oh, that. Oh yeah, the one that was awful. That was like a few seconds to go and it went in and spoiled the yeah. shutout. And yeah, that was Minnesota. It was uh, Miko Koivu. Okay. Yeah. So aside, from that goal, um, I think he's been. Damn good. I, so, your thoughts on him? I know uh, a month ago, uh, I don't think there's a lot of confidence in in him with this team in the playoffs. Uh, does yeah. that change with you guys? Or absolutely. And I think I think the what's changed confidence wise is Jake Allen has found his confidence again. You know, working with Marty Verdure, you know, it's been pretty well documented. You know how. Uh, how great an influence Verdure being on the ice every day with him has been. I mean, it's it's absolutely clear that you know, that Jake Allen that we're seeing right now is so much better than Jake Allen that was playing in January and February. His save percentage uh, since Yo took over is like nine five something. Right, I think and, that's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, the, I don't know if we've talked about this, you know, it's been a few weeks since we've had a show, so I can't really remember, uh, you know, what, what we've covered, but, uh, since Yo's taken over, you know, they switched, uh, you know, defensive switch back to man-to-man coverage from, uh, Hitchcock switched him to his zone for some reason. And, you know, the difference is, is amazing. I mean, you know, whether it's, you know, the, whether yeah, I think it's a combination of both Jake finding his confidence, but also the defense being much more reliable in front of him. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I, I, to to me, I think um, I mean he's been playing obviously very well, and it's it's fantastic to see. You got to have good goaltending. Everybody knows this. So, um, but last night, I think what a, I mean solidified him in my mind because I I was always I mean I've always been in the Elliott bandwagon you know we should have kept him we should have you know Allen wasn't quite ready um to start the season it was kind of obvious he had lapses in in confidence and, and and focus um wasn't didn't seem ready to be the number one so but but last night's game uh four minutes into the second period uh, and this was this was the game as far as I'm concerned because we're we're we're, up, we're trailing one nothing and uh, that's that flurry that that Colorado had with Allen swimming, diving, flopping, making saves. Uh, uh, all the pressure they had, we we uh, uh, 
Upshaw uh, turns it over the blue line. They come back and they get more chances. And uh, Allen, and when they, when they show the replay, different camera angles, and they had the camera on Allen, I watched, and he was just, he was so focused and fantastic in that, that whole series. I mean, he's all over the place, but it was, it was, it was great. And uh, uh, a month ago, he gets scored on right away in that in that uh, flurry but i think i just, just i don't know what it was about that that series but he was just focused on top of his on top of the puck he was tracking the puck well i i that that was like he's it that's that's he's he's uh, he's turned the corner for me he's there and uh you know i i i have i'm i have full confidence in him now it's 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 a, like, a, like a flip of switch in my mind as far as he's concerned because of that that series last night. And then after that, we were being on shot 19 to 10 after that flurry. After that, after that happened, it almost like a uh, flip the switch with the team too, because they started getting shots through after that, that series. And they uh, scored later on in that period. And then uh, they wanted to win the game. So, and, and outplayed, played Colorado most of the rest of the way. So, um, and up until that point, they were getting outplayed last night by Colorado. You know, I, you said that you have full confidence in Jake Allen at this point. I'm going to say what we say every year with uh, this team. We say, oh, are they going to make it further this year? Oh, we don't know. I'm going to say the same thing. Uh, once he does it in the playoffs, I'll be a believer. I'm I'm a big fan of Jake's, and, and I hope uh, I hope he does turn out to be that goalie in the playoffs. But until he proves it, I, uh, I'm i still going to be skeptical. And I'm not, I'm not saying that he is going to do it in the playoffs. What I'm saying is, is that I did not have – a ton of confidence in him before, like two months ago. Now I feel differently about it. I, I have, he has shown me that he has upped his game. He has more focus. He's uh, tracking the puck much better. He's positionally much more sound than he was before. So if he can maintain that, then I think, I think goaltending, we should be, should be all right. But, he's playing at an insane level right now. He's playing so well that I don't think he's going to be able to maintain that. I hope he can. My God, I hope he can. But if he if he were to just be able to – because my problem is why I say I just can't believe him yet is he's got to be able to maintain it for longer than just a couple months. We said the same things about Brian Elliott. You know, once, once he starts being able to either just, you know, he's either way up here or he's way down here. And if he could just find a way to level that out and put it right in the middle to where he's a solid goaltender, I'm a believer, and I think he'll be able to do whatever the Blues need him to do. But until he can prove that for longer than a couple months, it's hard for me to be a believer. Wasn't it two years ago he had a nice run at the end of the season? At the end of the season, he was fantastic. He actually, over the last like 15 games of the season, I think it was or so, he had better numbers than uh, – um, Carey Price? No, no, Minnesota's goalie. Who who was like Devin Dubnik? Dubnik, who uh, tore it up. Um, was that last year? No, two years ago. It was two years ago. That was, years was ago. that when yeah. they that was when they played the Wild in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes. Right. And, and, and Dubnik and, was fantastic, but Allen actually had better numbers than Dubnik the last like fifteen games of the season. Right. So. And then they got in the first round series, and you know Jake gave up too many soft goals, and he started off that series very well. But he yeah, finished he, up poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think uh, we were uh, we were at the uh, the the home game where the Blues were completely dominating the Wild, 
Uh, and they scored and, first. They scored yeah, first. Hit yeah. On the long-range shot that went off the uh, cuff of his uh, trapper and yep. uh, up and over and into the net. And that uh, totally defi- deflated the Blues at that point. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with Jeff that, you know, that it's – it's a small sample size at this point. Uh, I like the way he's trending, but uh, you know, let's see if he can carry us the same way into the playoffs and see if he can then put on a good performance in the playoffs. I mean, I, I think that, you know, where we are right now with him is he is, he's solidified what was a very soft spot on this team this year. You know, how many shows did we bitch about the goaltending? It was uh, awful. It was so yeah. bad. And, uh, and worse than the NHL. It, it was the worst in the NHL. It, it was. And yeah. since since Yo switched things up, it is the best in the NHL. It's a testament too that his save percentage is, is, is just nine twelve right now. But it's a testament that it was really bad. I mean, it took a lot to get that right. up there. And he's he had to be fantastic out of his mind for a while to get that up there because it was so bad right. before. It was at eighty nine percent at some point. Yeah, and yeah. for and well into the season. So I mean, it, that was a that was a lot to move that over nine and over nine ten. Right, and um, it's what it's he's been playing in ninety five percent over the last twelve games. Yeah, yeah. Keep that up for another couple of weeks going into the playoffs, and then see how uh, how much momentum we have. You know, especially if we uh, you know can sit with the uh, the in that third spot. I think I said before the season started that for the Blues to have a successful season, uh, Allen had to have like a nine-two save percentage. So I think if he if he does this over the next ten games or so to finish the season, keeps playing this way, it might get to nine-two. <laughs> so maybe I can maybe I can be right about that. Um, Colorado came back in this game last night to make it three to two in the third. Um, with the goalie pulled, and then with the goalie pulled, McKinnon hits the post. So the Blues came really close to uh, giving that game back to Colorado. Um, McKinnon, man, I, when he beat us earlier in the season or last season, tied it late and one or one overtime, and that, that he's got that spot. He's the he's like uh, um, he sets up on that on that the near boards low for the one timer, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, uh, what's his face in Chicago. Um, Kane's linemate. Um, why am I blanking on names face. tonight? Good old Panarin. what's yeah, his face. Good old what's his face over yeah. in Chicago. <laughs> the plays for the who who knows it's. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, but Panarin does the same thing. He lines up over there and and, the, and plays the one timer off that that near boards. Yeah, he he has seemed to you know uh, McKinnon has seemed to have the Blues number um, in the last couple of seasons, and so for that to uh to ring off and out, you know. I, Huge sigh of relief uh, for all of us. Um, I, you know, I was worried a little bit about last night being a bit of a trap game, you know, the at the end of a long road trip uh, against the worst team in the league, and uh, you know, it was obvious from the get go that Colorado had shown up. Um, oh yeah, but uh, you know, the, the Blues stuck to it and uh, stuck it out. And, you know, how about Zach Sanford? You know, he's he's. <laughs> I like him. He he, he uh, what sat for the previous six, and uh, he got a got a shot last night and and had a couple assists. And he was he was I, I like him. I mean I yeah. I mean I, I from yeah I, I kind of wish he'd play more. Um, but you know I yeah he got a shot. I I think he got back in the lineup uh, against San Jose, and uh, he he didn't look out of place. 
you know, he's got some, he's got some nice hands and, you know, made some good, uh, good moves to, uh, to get away, uh, get himself some space. And that pass to Berglund for the tying goal last night was just absolutely beautiful. Well, you could tell that he had changed his mind what he was going to do halfway through his, like when he spun back towards the goal, like he was, yeah. gonna, he was on his back and he was going to uh, sweep it towards the net. But then halfway through that move, he sees Berglund just let, lets it go right to him. As I, I don't, I'm not sure if people watching kind of, that's the way I took it. I mean, look the way to me, but I'm not sure if that was kind of understood in the audience that was watching the games that he was going to do something and change the last second past to Berglund, recognize what was going on. And, uh, and, and uh, Berglund put it home. That was, that was a good play. You know, I, this is, I'm not trying to make a comparison here, but, um, and I'm not trying to give our GM too much credit either because God <laughs> knows we don't do that on this show. Um, it, you know, when they made that trade and you saw, oh, they got this guy, you know, this draft pick and, and this guy, Zach Sanford, it it made you think, at least made me think, is this a guy maybe that they were scouting and that they were like, there's something in this guy that the Capitals aren't seeing. They're too loaded up front. And they're just, this guy's getting lost in the shuffle. Bring him here because this guy could do magic with the Blues. And it reminds me, again, I'm not trying to make a comparison, of a guy named Pavel Dimitra. I don't know if you guys know the story behind when the Blues got him. But Bob Plager called up Mike Keenan and said, there's this guy, Pavel Dimitra, playing with the AHL team. I don't remember who it was at the time. And uh, you got to get this guy. He's, he's going to be a top talent in the NHL. Keenan was like, well, then why isn't he playing? At that time, the Senators were loaded. They had Yashin. They had Daig. They had uh, other guys that were good that aren't coming to play right now. Radic Bonk. Bonk. <laughs> um, and so they went on and got Dimitra. Rest is history, right? Again, I'm not trying to say that's going to happen with Stanford, but maybe there's a chance that the Blues saw something in him and said, we got to get this guy if we can. Maybe in 10 years we look back at that trade and say, that was a genius move. We just didn't know it at the time. I, or, or I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but it is a possibility. Or maybe in ten years, uh, Stanford will die in a plane crash. Oh my God! Dude, there, there will <laughs> never be enough time for that to not be was, too soon. Come on, everybody, everybody was thinking it. Come on. Uh, Nobody was thinking it. Every, everyone, Paul family was listening uh, and wasn't thinking literally it. Literally, everyone was thinking that. Come on, uh, <laughs> listeners, please direct all your hate mail. Oh, there hate go our viewers. Viewers are back down to one at Kurt Price. Yeah. Please now. Um, yeah, no, his the situational awareness that uh, Samford has demonstrated, and you know the, the last couple of games he's gotten in there. Yeah, you know, he he has not looked out of place, and he he looks like he can produce at the NHL uh, level. And just wait till you know he eats a couple of hamburgers and uh, puts on a few pounds. <laughs> I think it's I, obvious yeah. that he belongs in the NHL. I, he can he can play. Yeah, and I you know I I look at him and I say at the very least I think this guy could be your third line center for the next couple of years. But what what is Patrick Bergman going to do then? Uh, be your, I don't know. I, I he's gonna he's know. he's gonna console your Latera because he, he's gonna waved. There's God, no room for Latera. The there is no room for Latera on this team anymore. There, as if there, if there was ever room for him on this team, but there was you officially know what, you know, no room for him on this team. 
and this this is probably just a fan in me talking, but look at how well this team has played since he's been out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how much does the uh, the Stastny being week to week thing? Um, you know, I, I haven't heard. Uh, you know, I obviously Latera didn't uh, travel with the team on this trip, but um, does this you know kind of rush him back into the lineup? If uh, God Stastny no. is not going to be able to go. I mean, abs- I I agree with you. The team has been playing so well without the anchor that he is uh, that, you know, keep him out of the lineup. Usually the anchor is like a, a positive term. Oh, is the anchor of this team? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the no, anchor he, is – lith- No, he means, he means the literal <laughs> term of anchor. Yeah, dragging behind literal the team. Literal guy who drags – Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and, and that's – and that's what sucks is that you know that management might be sitting there saying, "Oh, it'd be nice if we get our number one center back right now." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! There's nobody else thinking that right now. Let's hope that they're not thinking that. Hopefully, they're like, "Hey, Yori, just take your time, bud. We're good. We're good." I don't think I don't think there's ever been an a, a time uh, that I, recently that that the management or ownership or whoever is is trying to just force a player into a, a, a position on this team that he should absolutely not be on and like the entire fan base knows it and it's just like falling on deaf ears everybody not too often you know where the fans end up oh they were they were so dead right about this situation um but this time this situation yeah, the, the the entire fan base, pretty much, I think, is on the bandwagon to just ditch Laterra at any means by any means possible, and I they're absolutely right. There's no no room for him on this team whatsoever. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> to think about, but that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah the um, the the effects of him not being there really, you know, haven't, uh, you know, the only way you can spin it is to say that they've been positive on the team. And that's, you know, that's terrible to think that, you know, a player who, who is relied so heavily upon, uh, especially by the previous coach, um, you know, can potentially be a detriment to the club. I mean, yeah. Who's the one? Who's the one that said, uh, "Oh, getting Latera back uh, before playoffs will be like making a really terrible trade." <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it was, that is the best quote I have heard all day. Because you always hear the, "Hey, we're getting someone so back from injury. It's like making a good, it's making a trade." No, this is like making a really bad trade. Uh, but speaking of the Stasny injury, that's like, that's like acquiring Alexei Gusarov. Uh, I was gonna say Ryan Miller, but you know, I I almost made uh, a reference to him earlier when um, UA Croup was brought up in the Clint Malarchuk. <laughs> I was like, hey, there's another St. Louis connection there. That's a former Colorado Avalanche line mate, pairing mate of Alexi Gusarov. Blues great, Alexi Blue's Gusarov. Great. Yes, that was Keenan era, was it not? Gusarov? No, that was post Keenan. That was Plo. Was it? You sure? Yeah. That was that was 2001. Okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, so speaking of Stasny, uh, he was injured very early in the four to two win versus Colorado last night. He only played 351 before being hit in the ankle with a Tarasenko wrist shot. 
Uh, they are saying the ankle isn't the injury, though. When he was hit, he tweaked something. Uh, after the game, Yo said he expects Stasny to be ready for the next game. But hold on there, partner. Uh, it was announced today that Stasny is now labeled as week-to-week, which came to be a thing under Hitchcock. Uh, so as of right now, that makes him questionable for the start of the playoffs because it's only a few weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or, you know, you could frame it the way John Kelly did that. Uh, he blocked a shot. No, he didn't <laughs> block a shot. Tarasenko hit him in the, in the Achilles. Like three feet away. Yeah. Yeah. Drilled him. Uh, I wonder if it is the ankle. They're just saying it's not, I don't know. Is there anyone that gets more injured than freaking Paul Stastny? Is it well, just he, play, he plays with grit. He plays with grit, and he's got oh. he's, he's got that grit to his game. And he, again, <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I'm not gonna say the, the analogy <laughs> I was gonna make, but no, it's uh, you know, and I like Paul Stastny. I do, and and you know, I I think he brings a lot to this team, and I think Yo's been using him a little more properly. But my God, that guy, it just seems like he steps on the ice and, and just tweaks something. Him and Schwartz. Yeah. Him and Schwartz. Yeah. Way too injury prone, but hmm. it's just, you know, let's hope that it's a, a bruise, not a break or a tear. I'm waiting for like in a week for him to say, oh, you know, he's going to be out until the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. The, oh, we reevaluated him and now he's got a you know contusion of the high ankle sprain with the patella tendon gland. <laughs> uh we are now 19, 17, and one on the road. It's been a long road back to respectability on the road. Uh it seems like the days of us not being able to win away from Scott Trade are long gone. Remember those days? We couldn't win on the road? Yeah, we now we're the, above- Ken H- the Ken Hitchcock era. We are now above 500 on the road by two games um, and uh, did very well on the five-game trip going four and one. So that was uh, – we all said that they needed to play better on the road to turn the season around, and they, they have. So good on them. Yeah, I, as far as the, uh, the trip goes, you know, I, I figured if, you know – they, they came away with uh, two losses off that trip that was successful. And, yeah. you know, to only drop the one game in Anaheim, that, uh, it's incredible. There was a question posed by Kyle Turner on Twitter to us. Uh, it's about a trade situation. So if it's not just BS, what would you give, what would you give up or take to get John Tavares? Whew. What do you think it would take to get John Tavares? Tarasenko. You think? I, I, I wouldn't. I, I said it would take uh, like Pareko and Schwartz. Yeah, I, I think I think they know that they wouldn't be able to pry Tarasenko from us. I could see, I could see a Pareko for sure. Um, probably a, a Schwartz, um, and then probably a draft pick, a very high draft pick too. Yeah. They know they can get the moon for him, so they're oh, going to ask for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think there's. You know, I, I, it's not going to happen. Um, no, I, no, I, I would, I would totally, you know, 
if Tarasenko's off the table, then you know you're talking Pareko, Fabry, and you know probably a first and a second. I mean, there, there. Somebody is gonna if the Isles don't re-up uh, Tavares, somebody's gonna way overpay for him. And, well, he's uh, he's making six million. He's making six million this year. His cap is five and a half million. It's a bargain. Right. Uh, he's he's making six million next year, and then his UFA in eighteen nineteen. Right, and he's he's gonna get paid, you know, Stamkos money. I mean, he's he's gonna get paid big time, and it's. Yeah, we we can afford Tarasenko. We can't afford Tarasenko and Tavares. No, not in this no. market. Well, I mean, you know, the Hawks have Kane and Taze, but they're the Blackhawks. Yeah, still, if you get rid of Latera and Bomeister, <laughs> the conversation every week. If you get yeah. rid of Latera and Bomeister, you can do a lot more with the roster. Yeah, every true. damn week we talk about this. Yeah, yeah, and you know, at this point, you know, it's it's, it's a pipe dream uh, to uh, to think about bringing Tavares here. If uh, you know, if uh, Doug Armstrong or whoever his uh, hopefully more astute predecessor is uh, can figure out a way to do that, uh, beautiful. But uh, I, I I don't know if I'm if I'm the Islanders. There's no way that conversation uh, has doesn't involve Tarasenko where it doesn't happen. I'm going to uh, open up my dessert beer for the evening. Mm. What you got? I got uh, Best Damn Cherry Cola. Mm. That's my dessert beer. That's good stuff. It's, it is good. It's, it's actually a very dangerous float trip beer. It is. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like soda. But it's got alcohol in it, so you can actually drink a lot of it for whatever reason that is. I can't drink four sodas, but I can drink four beers. Yeah. No problem. It tastes like soda. What, there's, what, what's the science behind that? I have no idea. Um, so I'll, I'll, I won't pour that quite yet. Um, the, the playoff picture as of now. Um, if the season were to end today, we would play Minnesota. And... I don't think there's a better a better team to play right now than Minnesota. Yeah. Um, before last night's win versus San Jose, they had lost eight of their last ten, and uh, they uh, which which has allowed Chicago to blow by them seemingly in the blink of an eye, and they the Blackhawks currently lead the Wild by six points for first in the Central, uh, and Boudreaux is visibly frustrated and walking out on post game interviews. The Wild are struggling and. Going through some stuff, and they they lose eight of the next. If if they lose eight of the next ten, the Blues could conceivably pass them, but you know that won't happen, probably. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, that won't happen. But right now, there's there's no other team that any Blues fan should want to face in a, in a first round series than Minnesota. That That's team, why it's. Oh, yeah. good. Sorry. I was just gonna say Dubnik looks human again. Um, he looks like Dubnik's supposed to look. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he, the guy really has redefined himself, uh, especially from his early days with Edmonton. You know, such a high draft pick, I think 16th overall when he was picked. And, uh, you know, he just – he was just uh, – would give up way too many soft goals, multiple soft goals in a game. Uh, he went to Phoenix and uh, figured it out. And, you know, he – 
single-handedly got Minnesota back in the playoff picture the year they knocked the Blues out. But uh, but right now, absolutely, I, I want to face him. I don't, you know, there's there's no way that, you know, I want to fall to, uh, you know, to that uh, to the wild card and have to face the Hawks or the Sharks in the first round. We would we would probably face the Hawks because we would have the second wild card because right. Calgary and uh, Edmonton or whoever that would be. They got three or four points on us right now. So unless we make up that ground, we'd be the second wild card. Right. So no way, uh, no way I want to play the Hawks in the first round right now. Uh not right now. Uh, but but it's yeah, we've played well against them this year. I mean, but they are on a, such a hot streak right now. Um, I, I yeah, it's it's no it's no brainer. I mean, there's there are fewer teams in the NHL that a uh, a non top seed would like to play like your three, your four or five, six seeds, whatever they are. Uh, you, no other team is more desirable to play than Minnesota right now. So I think the blues would have a, that'd be a nice matchup. That's why it's so important for them to hold on to the number three seed in the uh, third place in the, in the division. Um, so like you said, they don't slip into the, uh, the wild card spot, yeah. but and, I mean, it, I, I would love to see the blues and Hawks in the first round, but you know, I'd I'll, let them in the second round. Let's let Nashville. Uh, although I do really want to, I do want the Blues. You know what? Yes, let Nashville play Chicago and beat them, and then the Blues will play Nashville in the second round, and then we can all go down for a game, a playoff game in Nashville. Yeah, I don't like the Blues matching up against Nashville, though. I, that's that's not good for me. Would you rather? Would you rather have the Hawks in the second round? Uh, probably. Probably. Oh no! Not really? Yeah, there's there's enough doubt from last year. Uh, enough doubt for the Hawks and enough hope for the Blues that I think they would match up better. But I, right okay. now, you know, I, I don't, I do not like uh, the Blues matching up against uh, Nashville. Um, but uh, to that point, you know, what separates the Blues and the Predators right now in the standings is the uh, regulation or overtime wins, which, uh, you know, the. I hate the I hate the shootout and the fact that the Blues haven't played in so many shootouts this year. Such a blessing, such a blessing to this team. You know they've they the games have ended you know in regulation or overtime without having to go to the we we haven't shootout. Even, yeah, we and, haven't seen many at all. Not, not even overtime yeah, lately. And and that's that is the difference of uh, you know between us and the Predators right now. Um. Yeah, and, and yeah, so thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we mentioned the Hawks. Right now, if the season ended, with the Hawks would play the Predators. The Sharks, the, the Sharks, the Sharks. <laughs> from Boston, Boston the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> the Sharks are by the Flames. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, the sh- that would be one hell of, like, right now, the way oh, yeah. that the the way that the West would settle is just fucking amazing. I know. Uh, oh, tell me about it. And, uh, and, oh, in round two, in round two, you could have blues and Hawks and Calgary and Edmonton. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, oh my God. That the would battle be for so... Alberta returns. Yeah. It's so amazing. Um, and really, you know, over in the East, it, it's, it's, there's the East is more interesting. You know, when you look at the West right now, the, the 
this road trip was great for the Blues and, you know, putting so much distance between them and L.A. L.A. right now has a 4.1% chance of making the playoffs. LA, LA's done. They're yeah, done. they're done. They Carolina has a better chance of making the playoffs than, than Los the, Angeles when, does right now. When we beat L.A., that that it, was that was that hurt them bad. Yeah, it took fifteen. It it shaved fifteen percentage points off of their chances of making the playoffs. Yeah, they would have been within five. if they beat us. They're within one point of us. We beat them. They're they're five out. It was huge. Right, it huge, totally, and that was totally swung their season. And it, you know, a little bit, a little bit of a vengeance for them uh, knocking us out a couple of years. You know, uh, putting a big, huge damper on their playoff hopes this year. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, we didn't have a show after that game, but I don't know if you remember it at this point. But have you seen Drew Doughty have a worse game against the Blues? I anytime Doughty, I I don't know if I'm like alone or in the minority here. I can't stand Doughty. I hate that man. He's I think he's I think he's a one of the biggest pricks on the ice in the NHL. I think he's an asshole. Yeah. Not 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 a dirty player, but he's just a cocky sob on the ice. I hate him. Well, I can't stand that guy. Well, he he seems to have a ton of success against the Blues. And well, I'm not. He's a fantastic player. Yeah, and he, he has killed us. Maybe that's partly why I hate him. But uh, when when I saw it, when Kachuk gave him the elbow, I think I, I tweeted out to somebody. I was like, uh, like, yeah, as that that's a suspension worthy play. Obviously, he should get a couple games, which he got. And I'm like, but you know what? To see Dowdy get get uh, poked like that, I kind of smiled. I I, I kind of liked it. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Matthew Kachuk, good St. Louis boy. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. In the East, then uh, we got uh, Montreal versus the Rangers if the season ended today. Ottawa versus Boston. Washington versus Toronto. I feel, even though Washington has been struggling, uh, you know. I feel bad for Toronto. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Columbus. That should be good. Mm, yeah. I'd love to see that series. Yeah. That that would be a uh, – the way that Columbus has played this year, man. And and that would create – you know, that that's kind of been, you know, I think one of the, the natural geographical rivalries that ha- has been waiting for a playoff series between the two teams. Uh, it's I think that's just going to make it that much better going forward. Pittsburgh's on a roll too. They are uh, uh, one point behind Washington for first in the East. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. I mean, the fact the Metropolitan Division is insane this year. I mean, right now they've got three teams over a hundred points: Washington, Columbus, the uh, uh, Penguins, and the Rangers as the wild card team coming out of that division have more points than the first place Canadians and the Atlantic. It's insane how great, you know, every, everybody, you know, had just kind of expected the central to, to be the dominant division, but man, Metro has been great this year. You know, somebody uh, tweeted out today that uh, they were, they, they hated the playoff format because now the, one of the three top teams in the East is going to be out in the first round guaranteed because, you know, basically. Uh, so, and I, I was like, well, you know, I mean, 
that's you 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 got to play better than the team in the playoffs and you win. If someone's got to lose, I mean, it's it's first round, second round, third round. You you win, you go on. You lose, you go home. It's just I, I don't like the the. Uh, there's never going to be a perfect playoff format. So I, they, they happen to match up in the first round. One's out. Yeah, it sucks for them, but I mean, you got to beat the you you probably have to beat them anyway in the playoffs at some point. So beat them in the first round. You don't, you go home. Uh, next up for the Blues is uh, Vancouver in St. Louis tomorrow night. Vancouver is well out of the playoff picture in the West with 67 points. They sit in sixth place in the Pacific Division. Vancouver is 3-5-2 and two in their last 10 games, but are coming off a 5-4 to four OT win versus the uh, Chicago Blackhawks last night. The Blues are 1-1 versus the Canucks this year, losing in October 2-1 and winning 4-3 in February. So this is a uh, does I didn't see the schedule. Let's see when Nashville plays next. You guys know when they play next? I think they play tomorrow night. Do they? They play as well. Yep. Um, yeah, that uh, the uh, the Hawks. Uh, yeah, they play Calgary. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. That's a huge game. Nashville, Calgary. In, in Nashville, I'd love to go to Nashville and watch that game. Who wants to go with me? <laughs> let's go. Let's go right now. Yeah, let's jump in the car. I'd love to. It'd be great. I'd love to watch that game. Yeah, yeah. I will. Uh, I'll have that on the iPad as I'm watching the Blues game. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Man, that'll be that'll be a great game. But uh, worried worried a little bit about uh, tomorrow night's game. You know, the old cliche: first game back off a long road trip. You usually shit the bed at home, and uh, the uh, the way that the uh, uh, Canucks looked last night in Chicago. Uh, man, they uh, took a Herculean effort for Chicago to get back in that game. Yep. Uh, and uh, you know the uh, not that Corey Crawford had any kind of a good game. A good game last night. Uh, he was awful. Uh, but uh, the the Canucks looked like a team that uh, you know was not playing with any kind of. Uh, pressure on them and they played loose and they played well and i i think that's tomorrow night i i referenced the uh the avalanche game before so you know could have been a trap game i think tomorrow night is a total trap game for the blues you know alan said that uh he was interviewed after the game last night and he said that uh the team was was tired uh talked about how how big it was to get those two points with a tired team uh they just said they just want to get back home so uh, we'll we'll see how they do. Hopefully it's uh, hopefully the boat keeps rolling. The boat keeps rolling. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> you need to go to bed. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the truck keeps sailing. <laughs> um, did you did you guys see this? Did you guys look ahead to the CDS? The Blues social media fails. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I like to keep those as a as a surprise, as like dessert treat, you know. <laughs> well, it it is time for the. I, I, okay, first off, I'll say if anyone is uh listening that would like to, uh, play trivia against Bill and Jeff. Uh, I can let me go ahead and make that link live, which I should, probably should have done a little while ago. There we go. Save and close. Okay. So that link should be live in about two seconds here. Uh, go to letsgoblues.com slash radio and click on the join us link. It should be live now. Um, 
And uh, you can join us on the air, and you can take on, take on Bill and Jeff in trivia. And if you win, if you win, you'll get a brand new, brand new, like, like it's going to be used, a brand new uh, Blue Nose Sports might, Bar and Grill. It, it might be at this point. It's, well, it's not this one. It's, it's one just like this one, but it's brand new. It's not, not the one I've drank out of, which would be fine. Um, so, okay. Uh, and that'll be coming up in a minute. But right now, it's Blue's Social Media Fails. And this week, the spotlight is once again on the St. Louis Blues Lounge. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I really want to do the last one. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to do, you want to do the first one? I'll, I'll do it. What do you want to do? Who wants to read it? Uh, I can do the first one. All right. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> if my computer would let me uh, scroll to it. Here we go. All right. I just got booted from a different blues group because of a joke. Someone made a grammatical error, and I said something like, Cuxitch. Everyone was making fun of him, asking what he meant. So he said it was basically, it was basically which former or current blue would you let fondle your significant other? <laughs> fondle in quotes. I said, not Reeves. Why? Unless it was him. <laughs> I. <laughs> oh wow! I dropped his balls. His balls and asked if she was doing good. I guess that wasn't a good comment. <laughs> and somebody else responds. I think that was posted here too this morning. Somebody else says, "Really?" Somebody says, "It was." And somebody else says, "Hmm." Maybe it was this group then. <laughs> that's one of the better ones we've had. <laughs> oh, man. That's pure entertainment right there. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, you want the next one, Bill? Uh, do empty net goals count towards the point diff? Question mark. <laughs> I think what they're getting at is that do empty net goals count in the goal differential? Yeah. Meaning, meaning goals for versus goals against. And I'm like, why wouldn't they? Shootout goals do not. Right, empty, right. And empty right. net goals too. Right. And, right. and that, it's kind of why, you know, Patrick was uh, insane tactics were you know questioned by people with some sense of how the point structure works uh okay the last one I'll take it would you mind breaking down the goal differential equation for me I'm confused about that whole deal and somebody responds unfortunately I can't because I'm still learning it myself Goal differential. <laughs> what is there so hard to learn? It's not an equa- it's not an equation. No, it's it's just go- the difference between goals scored and goals against. That's it's <laughs> the goal differential. That's what that means. I don't know how else to explain it. No, no. I I think we might be able to clarify. It's the minus of. Goals for versus goals against the minus of. I just love the response. Unfortunately, I can't because I'm still learning it myself. 
I mean, what are they it's, like? Do like high tech equations here? Are they like <laughs> they like filling beakers with water and uh, in a game in a game where you score four goals and your opponent scores two, the goal differential is two plus two. You're ahead two because you scored two more goals than you've allowed. I, I and I checked. I checked the 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 count. Make sure it wasn't like an eight year old asking the question. <laughs> no, this is a guy who had kids. So, he's a, <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, this week in St. Louis Blues social media fails. Thank you, St. Louis Blues Lounge, <laughs> for the entertainment. We had Theo join us for a Great. second. Did you guys see that? And he Theo Hall uh, was on for just a second. Yeah, um, he was. I, and uh, uh, I, I was hoping that he was uh, going to join us for trivia. Yeah, because he. I, uh, say, I was just gonna say, if, if he uh, if he wants to jump back on and do it, great. Otherwise, I think I think this week we need to do it just to do it. Yeah, I'm, we'll, I'm, I'm rusty. I would. We've postponed it a couple weeks because of uh, a lack of participation. So, uh, yeah, we should do it regardless. It would have Bill versus Jeff kind of thing. In in house competition. All right, so Theo, you got about a minute here to rejoin us, and we're then we're gonna we're gonna take off and do the the Let's Go Blue, not the Let's Go Blues, the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill trivia shootout, sponsored by the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. Like I said, if you join us and take on Bill and Jeff, and if you win, if you beat them, uh, actually, well, yeah, beat them or beat Bill. It's always been Bill, Just but you get, Bill. A, you get a yeah, you, just playing for fun. Yep. Uh, just to uh, you can win the uh, Blue Note. Sports bar and grill mug, which you can put in beer if you're over 21, and soda if you are under. And, and this week's special, if you win, you get Kurt Price's lipstick on it. Um, I what? <laughs> we, <laughs> I've got chapstick right here in my hand. Oh, that's adorable. I have a lip. I have a lipstick. I mean, well, chapstick is, you know what? Chapstick is a subcategory underneath lipstick because it's its a stick of stuff that you put on your lips. So it should fall under lipstick. Oh, man. We could take that so many directions. I'm just saying. Chapstick is a, it should be a subcategory, an indentation. I would think, it, I would think the, the category is lip care. Lip care. Okay. Face. No, that's, that's the entire, that's the entire uh, genre of lip products. And then we're talking lipstick, and under lipstick we've got chapstick. Although you know what? Oh boy, lipstick is more cosmetic. Yeah, That's cosmetics. And, yeah, and chapstick is more functional. Chapstick is yeah. functional. I agree. So, I think it's yeah, lip gonna, care, and yeah, it's lip care categories. Lip care. Lip, uh, okay, well you get your lip products. Where, where's, then, where does lip balm fall? Lip balm. Lip balm is chapstick, isn't it? Is it? I lip have balm. no idea. I, I think I think it's the same. Yeah, I, um, no, I, I think chapstick is lip balm by a brand okay. name like yes, I, Kleenex or tissues. Right. So well, the, there's two the two categories: your 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 cosmetic lip care and your uh, uh, functional lip care. Hey, Theo has rejoined us. Theo, we killed time as well as we could talking about <laughs> lip care. No, oh, he's gone oh. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we talked about lipstick for you and you left just like that Yo, you're killing us there he is <laughs> there he is again don't count your chickens before he stays 
Oh, microphone's disabled. What? Wait a minute. What was that, you Kurt? Are, you are bad Don't. at metaphors and analogies. <laughs> How many of those have you drank tonight? Hey, I am the king of analogies. I am so good at them. I'm just like. I don't know. It's I'm just really good at them. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really good at them. <laughs> oh my goodness, Theo, are you there? Theo, Theo, can you access chat? Try chatting with us. Uh, it's, it's on the right. Hopefully, can't hear you guys. Oh, uh, there he I'm is. Here. Can hear you. you can't hear us, oh, but we, we can lost hear him you. again. Yeah, I think he's disconnecting. Ah, oh. because we could hear you, Theo, but you apparently could not hear us. Oh, so, um, so we'll give Theo another minute. Riveting. All right, yeah, no. Kurt, you want to throw out a couple more analogies there? Um, <clears throat> Eric Brewer is so bad. How bad is he? He, when he sits around the house, he really sits around the house. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now you're now you're just going to old weird out. I'm just. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm not good at like time filling stretching um stuff but um, we can <clears throat> theo theo's here theo can you hear us theo no can you hear us hear you guys huh can you read this can you... <laughs> it's all one way yeah <laughs> we can hear you we can hear you can you see the <clears throat> excuse me Kurt, mess see... with his uh, audio settings I don't. I, I let me see. I don't know if I can. I can. I can mute him. Like I can't mute him. And then, yeah, mute him and then unmute him. Okay, I'll mute you, Theo, and then I'll unmute you. Uh, well, now I can't unmute you. Thanks, Ponder. Hang on. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't unmute unless he did it. Uh, Kurt, fix it. Uh, I, I, I can't. I can't do anything. I can't. I can't. <laughs> How many people are watching right now? Uh, we got a few. We got a few. I'm, I'm a few so loyal sorry, listeners. everybody. For those of you listening, this is awful. My goodness. A few this is, you know what? We've had some listening. very educational lip care discussion. <laughs> and really, that's so, okay. All right. Well, until Theo gets his thing worked out here. Uh, hot dog, sandwich, or no? No. No, there's no way. That's not a sandwich. Okay. All right. I was it's got to be fully covered, right? Like, there's too much exposed. Well, there's <laughs> too much hot dog exposed for it to be a sandwich. Well, well I mean, so, it depends on the toppings you got on there too. The well, ratio—it's just—it's just not right. And have you ever, like, have you ever gone to Snarf's? They—they they will sell you a hot dog that is cut in half and put on a regular sandwich bun. And well, that's more—that's uh, more like lunch meat on 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 a sandwich then that's if you cut up a hot dog into strips and put it up between two pieces of bread that's a sandwich yeah can you imagine putting lunch meat in a hot dog bun that is that, that a sandwich crazy. Uh, is that a sandwich no 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 <laughs> not at all is it because it has, of the hinge, I, is it because of the, the hinge piece of bread because to me that's the defining factor of a sandwich if you got a hinge piece of bread like a like a like a hot dog bun that's not a sandwich. Mm, I, I, dis mean, even, I disagree. Uh, I because have, of Subway? I had, no. I Well, that's, that is Exhibit B. Exhibit yeah, A. They, they, they just, they, no. They just, no. Mm. That's just well, improperly categorized. <laughs> what about Penn Station? Penn Station is a hinged piece of bread, 
and it's I love I, I love Penn Station. It's not right. a sandwich though. It's like a hoagie or something. It's a whatever grinder. Hoagie is a sandwich. It's called a hoagie sandwich, isn't it? I'm thinking. I'm thinking this. This is like one of those pyramid things where you got like okay, you got categories of food, and underneath sandwich. You've got certain things, and you might have a uh, something that's not a sandwich. Might have like a hoagie or a sub. I know. I know it's a. How are those I, not sandwiches? Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're definitively not. I'm just saying I don't think they are. If you call a hot dog not a sandwich, because if a hot dog is not a sandwich, how can a subway hinged piece of bread be a sandwich? Uh, because of because of the the meat that is in it. <laughs> oh, we got a new contestant. Oh, Lance. We got the, Either Lance or uh, Logan, one of the two. It's always Lance. Logan. Or they're like, just wanting to chime in about sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lance. So what, what do you got? What do you got, Lance? Is a, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> that has been debated since the beginning of time. I remember that the pharaohs <laughs> used to ask each other that. In fact, Moses told the pharaohs, "You know, we'll stay if you call the a hot dog a sandwich." And Pharaoh said, "No, it's it's not about your God. It's about." The hot dog and sandwich. Okay. <laughs> so this is like something you learned in history class. Yeah. Uh, yes. My or Bible school. There you go. All right. So a hot dog, not a sandwich. Um, no, I don't think it is. Okay. What about uh, what about a Penn Station uh, food item? Oh, that is a sandwich. <laughs> That's a tasty sandwich. Thank you. That okay. is. Thank you. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So, question for you then: What if you cut up a hot dog into strips and put it in the hot dog bun? Is that a sandwich? I could see that, you know. But uh, it would boy, we're the perfect type of bread. It's it's just like if you put cereal on a sandwich. <laughs> is that a sandwich? Heck, no. It's still cereal. Oh no. Well, yeah, with a sandwich, you got to have some type of uh, a meat or cheese on there. That's true. That's true. Or uh, a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, peanut butter. Now, so what my is question that? Question is, what happens if you put cheese on your hot dog? Does that make it a sandwich? No. Okay. Now, what if what if you cut the bun so it's only it's in two pieces, no longer hinged? Is that a sandwich? I say if you split the no. hot dog in half, like you said, and put it on a bun, then I it could mm. be a sandwich. So, let me complicate this conversation even further. <laughs> I went to the ball game last year and had one of the greatest hot dogs I've ever had uh, from uh, I want to say it was Cones Kosher in uh, Bush Stadium. And so it was a hot dog covered with pastrami. Yes. Oh, is that a sandwich? No, I, 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 I'm still going to say no because the hot dog was you know, kind of the, the linchpin to the whole show, but it was amazing. And I don't care what you call it. I'm going to eat that, you know, probably <laughs> what, only what? once a year, but oh, man. And, and let me, let me say too that the open face sandwich. <laughs> That's just named wrong. It is. Right. Not that's, not a, that's not a sandwich. Right. Uh, it's a bunch of bread with a bunch of stuff on it and gravy. That, that's, that's, a, that's like a horseshoe. Yeah, it is like a horseshoe just made with yeah. roast beef or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, so, I think Theo tried again, and he couldn't join us. I, I guess his issues are incorrectable, uncorrectable, not correctable. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever is correct. Kind of like your grammar. Uh, Mike, you know what? I don't have to take that from anybody. Hey, he'll get it right sometime. Uh, <laughs> keep going, keep naming. It. I, You'll get it. Well, one of them's right. I'll just say both and, and move on. You gotta cover yourself. I, I then I'm not wrong not entirely. Okay, so Go ahead. Uh, Lance, um, are are you here to play trivia? I guess I'll do it. Okay, cool. No. Let me uh, 
Let me uh, turn your volume up a little bit, Lance. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take on William, I guess. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, you guys can all three play, and uh, we'll have a, a little brouhaha of a trivia here. Uh-oh. Watch out for Ponder. Mm-hmm. Watch your cornhole, bud. <laughs> I didn't say that. Always. <laughs> That's a quote from a movie. That's not from me. And Lance. Oh, can I tell you a story real quick? It'll only take like 15 seconds. As long as it's not a Nick and Nick story. No, oh, we love no. the Toast Podcast. The Toast Dispatch. No, we love the Toast and I'm not, love you, Nick. I'm not so funny. You, I'm not going to tell you the weather. Sorry, Nick. But anyway, <laughs> my cousin tells me the story. He's in church, and in church ends, and at the end of everything, uh, this little girl and little boy, brother and sister, are fighting. Well, they're fighting, and they end up on the floor, and the boy yells as loud as he can, Mom, Dad, Janie cornholed me. And the whole church gets quiet from talking. And then everybody moves on, just like it never happened. But that's my cornhole story, but go ahead. Oh my! <laughs> that was much shorter than a Nick story. So I, that's yes. I keep them right. short and sweet and to the point. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill trivia shootout sponsored by the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. We got Lance as a contestant, and Lance, you uh, you have been to the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. Yes, I have. So uh, the next time you do attend their place of business, if you do happen to beat Bill, you can pick up. A mug as your prize. Awesome. So we'll see. We'll see how you do. Okay. So we're gonna do this like this. Uh, it's been so long since we've done this. Um, I guess uh, Bill and uh, Jeff will have to text from text me. Hangouts. Yeah, not not in our in our in our show hangout. The uh, yeah, the uh, separate hangouts. And then uh, after they get their answers in, then Lance, you and they'll ask you for your answer, and then we'll move on to the next one. Great. That sound good. That sounds great. All right. Beauty. Okay. Uh, question number one. In 1968-69, Jacques Plante's goals against average was 1.76, 1.86, 1.96. A, B, or C. In 68-69, Jacques Plante's GAA was A, 1.76, B, 1.86, C, 1.96. Bill's answer is in. And waiting for Jeff. Okay, Jeff's answer is in. Okay, uh, Mr. Lance, well, what say you? I actually think it's, a, it's B, but I'm going to go with A. Okay. Lance says A. All right, question two. <clears throat> what jersey patch did the Blues unveil on February 19th, 1989? A, Bob Gassoff number three patch. B, Dan Kelly clover patch. C, the arena anniversary patch. Uh, that would be Bill's answer is in. Wow, oh, that's a hard one. Ponder's answer is in. And Lance, what do you say? We got uh, A, Bob Gasshoff's number three patch, B, the Dan Kelly Clover patch, C, the Arena Anniversary patch. Thing says he's muted. It does, doesn't it? Maybe he's muted himself. 
Did you mute yourself, uh, Lance? Uh, no, that was an accident. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did you did you give your answer? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with B. Okay. All right. Question three: Which Blues player has the worst total plus-minus in franchise history? A. Bernie Federico. B. Bruce Affleck. C. Eric Brewer. Uh, Bill's answer is in <laughs> F. Uh, your answer is, did you give it? I should have, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Sorry. You did. As much as we have trashed this certain player, I don't know if I should go with that certain player. It's between, uh, let's just, let's just go with C. Why would you want to trash Bernie Federico? <laughs> let's just go with C. Brewer. I mean, come C on. Brewer. Come on, Bruce Affleck gave all of that stuff, including a Mylab goalie mask and dragon <laughs> stick. He needs to be tarred and feathered for that. Is that a joke? I, uh, someone, if I ever meet him, I'm going to ask him about that. Because I, I want to know. Uh, question four. Which of these three coaches has coached the fewest Blues games? A, Jimmy Roberts. B, Bobby Plager. C, Mikey O. A, Jim Roberts. B, Bob Plager. C, Mikey O. Ponder's answer is in. Wow, that's tough. Bill's answer is in. It's a tough one. That's what she said? Yes. Oh. Oh, my God. That's what she said. <laughs> Has it been one of those type of shows? It, lately, yeah. The past since Theo tried to join, we started talking about lip products. <laughs> That's great. That's just awesome. Um, it's not by much, but I think uh, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Roberts. All right. All right. Question number five. Which stat was the St. Louis Post Dispatch the first newspaper to publish? A, plus minus. B, goals against average. C, shots blocked. Say it again. Which stat was the St. Louis Post-Dispatch the first newspaper to publish? A, plus minus. B, goals against average. C, shot blocked. Shots blocked. Bill's answer, Bill's answer is in. Jeff's answer is in. Lance will go with C. Uh, question six, the tiebreaker bonus question. Uh, the Blues have scored two shootout goals this season. Alex Dean has one. Who has the other? A, Kevin Chattenkirk. B, Patrick Berglund. C, David Perron. What was A? A, Kevin Chattenkirk. B, Patrick Berglund. C, David Perron. Or, as some say, David Perron. If you're Pierre Maguire, it's Pierre David Maguire. Perron. 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 Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Perron. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, and he'll tell you so, about where he went to college and mm-hmm. his junior team. Uh, he played. Uh, he played for the Lewis and Maniacs. Okay, Pierre. QMJHL. All right, Pierre. Thanks. Thank uh, you. Ponder's answer is in. All right. Let's repeat the question one more time. The Blues have scored two shootout goals this season. Alex Steen has one. Who has the other? 
A, Shattenkirk. B, Berglund. C, Peral. Bill's answer is in. All right, Lance. What I'm you gonna got? Go with, I'm going to go with B. B. All right. Question one. In 6869, Jacques Plante's goals against average was C, 1.96. He and Glenn Hall combined to win the Vesna Trophy with a combined goals against average of 2.07. And uh, Bill and Jeff answered C, and Lance uh, went with A. Uh, question two. What jersey patch did the Blues unveil on February 19th, 1989? You all got it correct. It was the Dan Kelly Clover patch. Question three. Which Blues player has the worst total plus-minus in franchise history? Uh, the correct answer is Bernie Federico, minus 124. Wow. And uh, Jeff got that correct. He was the only one. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I knew that one. Hey, and he actually gave me a clue when he said, hey, why are you hating on Bernie Federico? And I didn't listen to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Question four. Which of these three coaches has coached the fewest Blues games? That'd be A, Jimmy Roberts, nine, Bob Plager, 11. At the time of this trivia, uh, which is like two weeks ago, was Mike Yo was 10. So, it's, what is he, 22 oh. now? He's 15 and uh, 7. Blues. Something like that. I think he's 15 and 7. Yeah. But you all got it correct. You all got that one correct. Question five Which stat was the St. Louis Post Dispatch the first newspaper to publish? That would be plus minus. The uh, former Blues beat writer Gary Mueller published it, much to the dismay of the NHL, who basically gave me a cease and desist because it was not an official stat, and it was used for uh, contract negotiations and such. But uh, he did it on his own and uh, took care of the stats on his own and uh, published that, that info. What a rebel. Um, question six. Oh, okay, Bill got that one correct. And question six, the Blues have scored two shootout goals this season. Alex Dean has one. Who has the other? The answer is Peron. Peron. Oh, Nobody got that one. Uh-huh. So we have a tie. Yeah, so we do have a tie. Do. You do have a tie. Bill and Jeff had four, and Lance had two. So there you go. I think it's because I didn't drink enough beer tonight. Well, yeah, we, I had two, almost two. So wait, what was the final score? Uh, Bill and Jeff, four, and Lance had two. So congratulations on four out of six and two out of six. What was the beer of the night, Bill? Um, Mine was uh, Bourbon Barrel Aged Scotty Karate Scotch Ale. That's a tough one. Kurt had a beat-up Purple Haze, and uh, what was your second one, Kurt? Best Damn Cherry Cola as my dessert Uh, beer. It's really good. It's this just tastes good. I normally don't like that kind of stuff, like the the root beer beer. But I the, do. That cherry cola sounds good. I'll get it's the move really for, good. It's I'll really get the move good. for the hard root beer, the hard the, the hard cherry cola. Have you guys had, oh, man, have you guys had the uh, the ginger ale? Yeah. No. It really doesn't taste like anything to me. No, it, yeah, it, 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 it's not distinctive at all. Yeah, but the the cherry cola, and then you find the right root beer one. They're really good. I like uh, Coney Island's root beer. That's my Coney favorite. Island's one's yeah, really that's good. good one. That's a good one. Not your father's, I believe. That one's good too. I've had yeah. that once or twice. Yeah, and O'Fallon does uh, a Fitz's hard root beer. Mm. It's uh, it's actually a little spicier than the rest of them. I think Fitz's tastes more like alcohol. Oh yeah, I've had that. It's good. 
It's, yeah, that yeah, is from good. From what I understand, they've always said that Fitz's is one of the most most authentic what they what they originally intended root beer to taste like, and like Bill said, a little spicier, a little more, a little strong. Yeah, big fan, big fan. Um, that uh, that covers all the topics we had on hand. So Lance, it was good to hear from you. Great. Yeah. Sorry, I Thanks couldn't get on earlier, us. but. Well, I didn't. I it's my mistake. I didn't post the link until later. I should have posted it sooner. That's all right. It happens. We all get busy. Um, so uh, Lance, since you joined us, how can uh, our listeners find you online? Well, we just got our website going. It's www.droppodcast.com. Are also on Twitter at official the drop. You can find all of our uh, current and past episodes. Uh, on our website, there's links to uh, the current show, the past shows, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and you can subscribe there also. Uh, very that cool. is a pretty nice looking website, there, sir. Well, thank you very much. Did uh, did uh, you do that, or did you have someone do that, or did Logan do it, or uh, somebody else did it? And I'm, huh. I'm I'm getting ready to change the top over where it shows me and it says the drop. I'm going to do some changes to that, but other than that, it looks pretty good. Uh, the guy from Lineup Media did that. And, um, you know, it's pretty reasonable. So. Cool. Uh, you can find us at uh, letsgoblues.com slash radio. And you can find uh, Bill on Twitter at Billy Blue Note. And Mr. Ponder is at jponder94. And I am at Kurt Price. And the show is at LGB Radio. Do we have any more tweets? Uh, oh, someone says, uh, oh, Theo, yeah. Oh, you know, he was the guy who tweeted us a bunch a couple weeks ago, right? Theo? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's, he's yeah it would have been times. It would have been nice to uh, to talk to him again tonight. Let's see here. The uh, He said to check the chat. Keep trying, Theo. Come back next week. We, uh, we'd love to have you. Let me see here. Uh, check the chat. Uh, oh, wow. He's... Oh, man. See, yeah, okay. I really should w- look at the chat in the YouTube page because uh, there have been a lot of talk there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Theo and Smoke Talk and mostly Theo. <laughs> and Theo was answering questions too. Let's see. Theo did one nine six. Dan Kelly Patch, Federico, Jimmy Roberts plus minus. He got all of them right. He would have won. <laughs> That's great. Oh. Theo would have won. We should have. Uh, eh. Okay, we should have worked that out. Uh-huh. Yeah, My apologies, I, Theo. I, I, we should have uh, had the YouTube uh, chat up to look at. So, I'd, I'd say let's award him. Let's award him a, a, a mug. Can we give him a mug. Yeah, give him a mug. Oh, he, 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 he had them all. Yeah, he had them all right, even the bonus. So, oh. okay, yeah, let's do that. Uh, Theo, well, we'll uh, shoot me a, a direct message on uh, on uh, Twitter, or I'll, and I'll shoot, or I'll shoot you one. And about the, uh, the getting the mug from the Blue Notes Pro Barn Grill. Yeah, he wins. We, he wins. We, we, we'll honor that. That's that's impressive. Six out of six. For sure. It's documented. It's there. <laughs> hey, Bill, I was going to ask you real quick. I forgot the hours. You want to tell people the hours? Or not Bill. Kurt, you want to tell people the hours of the Blue Notes Sports Club? Do you know them? Uh, I can go there. They're open until, was it one in the morning? Let's see. Because, you know, sometimes it's, a, it's midnight or 1145 and you're thinking, oh, what's open? I don't want to go to a, you know, someplace that's going to be, you know, too packed or someplace that's going to be rowdy and you know they're going to be closed I've got, in an hour 
I've got 3 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. That's what I show. I don't know if that's correct. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. And they're yeah. located... Okay. They're located at 3133 North Lindbergh Boulevard in Maryland Heights, Missouri. You can go to the website at bluenotesportsbar.com and uh, yeah, check them out. It's a, the best blues theme bar you're going to find anywhere. Yes, it is. For sure. Yeah, easily. Not even close. Um, so that will do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Don't forget to check out the, uh, like we said, the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. And so for Bill Day, Jeff Ponder, and uh, thank you again, Lance, for joining us from the Drop Podcast. I'm Kurt Price. That will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Let's go blues. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun. They're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.